0: Bill O'Reilly here, Tuesday, April 14th, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. Scientists say obesity, the biggest factor in New York's virus spread. A majority of Americans favor halting immigration during the pandemic. Mike Huckabee loses the first round of a legal fight in Florida. Bernie Sanders endorsing Joe Biden. Covington Catholic High School student Nick Sandman says... He's living under constant threats. Also ahead, a big opportunity for Joe Biden. But first, experts in New York citing obesity as the biggest factor in hospitalizations for COVID-19. Doctors at NYU found a patient's weight, coupled with age and pre-existing conditions, was a leading indicator for those requiring hospital admission. The virus has killed more than 10,000 people in New York State. A new poll from USA Today shows a majority of Americans support restrictions on immigration during the pandemic. Roughly 8 in 10 U.S. adults back a total pause on people coming to the USA to live. An additional 70% want all international flights halted until the pandemic slows. Federal judge in Florida ruling against Mike Huckabee's lawsuit, the former governor of Arkansas, claims a Gulf Coast County lockdown bars him and his family from using their own backyard, which is the beach. The judge telling lawyers the short term restrictions are worth the long term safety of residents. Bernie Sanders officially backing Joe Biden's campaign, the senator speaking with the former vice president on video when he made the announcement yesterday. The socialist Sanders suspended his run for the White House last week. It remains to be seen if Sanders' most rabid supporters will embrace Mr. Biden. Covington, Kentucky Catholic high school student Nick Sandman telling reporters he's living under constant threat. The high schooler became famous after media outlets featured a video of him and his classmates at a pro-life rally at the Lincoln Memorial. Sandman later sued the Washington Post, CNN, and MSNBC for defamation and has already collected from CNN, but we don't know how much. In a moment, how to fight COVID? Does Joe Biden have a plan? Do you have trouble falling asleep or staying asleep When it's time to go to bed, are racing thoughts keeping you awake? That happens to me. If so, it's time for you to try Ebb. Ebb is the first and only wearable, drug-free solution that targets the root cause of sleeplessness. Those thoughts. Ebb applies precise and continuous cooling to the forehead, calming your mind. Ebb is clinically validated, and 4 out of 5 users report falling asleep faster, and improving overall sleep quality. If you tried everything from pills to pillows with little success, it's time for you to try Ebb. Get the sleep you need so you have more energy to do the things you love. Right now, my listeners can try Ebb risk-free 60 nights. You even get free shipping. Call 877-777-8906 or go to tryeb.com. That's 877 877- or go to tryeb.com, T-R-Y-E-B-B.com for free shipping and a risk-free 60 nights. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day, Biden and the pandemic. There is a major opportunity for the sequester Joe Biden to show his perspicacity in fighting the pandemic. So what would you do, Mr. Vice President, if you were in charge of the nation today? A perusal of the Biden website does not reveal many specifics. Joe would endorse unlimited government spending to stave off economic damage to workers. He doesn't exactly say, as Bernie Sanders did, that the Fed should continue paying every laid-off worker's salary. But Mr. Biden implies it. As we pointed out on BillOReilly.com, that policy would collapse the dollar because the U.S. Treasury would have to print an unprecedented amount of paper currency, rendering the dollars in circulation today less valuable, so your savings might be drastically impacted as well as investments. Mr. Biden also suggests that pandemic medical care should be free. And much consumer debt, like college loans, credit cards, things like that, forgiven. Again, hello, economic depression. The USA does not have unlimited amounts of money to reimburse the medical system and banks that hold mortgages. Remember, if the feds order debts forgiven, The taxpayer has to pick up that tab. You don't just make them vanish. So it looks to me, and I want to be fair to Joe Biden, that the former vice president is pulling a Bernie. The government will provide, so don't you worry about it. Relax. What's another $10 trillion in spending? Now, there are Americans who support the unlimited entitlement train, Many of them don't know much about the country's $25 trillion debt and really don't care. If Joe Biden or anybody else wants to send money to them, they'll happily take it. Right now, it is estimated that the pandemic will cost the USA more than $5 trillion. Many voters would like to see some solid pandemic problem-solving including this one. So, Mr. Biden's virus spendorama is a little disappointing. We need creative solutions, not blank checks. The pandemic is awfully contagious, as we all know, but so is crazy federal spending. We need a disciplined, tough strategy to rebuild the economy as well as keeping citizens safe. We don't need to collapse the American economy for years to come. Now, two days ago, Joe Biden gave a quote, As we prepare to reopen America, we have to remember what this crisis has taught us. The administration's failure to plan, to prepare, to honestly assess and communicate the threat to the nation led to catastrophic results. We cannot repeat those mistakes. People across America are stepping up to the plate. In return, they want an answer to a simple question, what is the plan to safely reopen America, unquote. So, Joe, what is the plan? I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve the message by actually writing it. For more news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com. In a moment, something you might not know. It's shocking that your home can be stolen easily. Debra learned that brutal lesson when thieves found her home's title online. They then forged the document to appear she sold her house, but she didn't. The criminals borrowed thousands using Debra's home equity. She didn't even know she was a victim until foreclosure and eviction notices arrived. She spent a fortune trying to get her home back. The FBI now calls home title fraud one of the fastest-growing crimes, But you can avoid a possible nightmare by protecting your home with Home Title Lock. Neither your homeowner's insurance nor your bank protects you. For pennies a day, Home Title Lock will. Find out if you're already a victim of home title fraud. So please register your home at HomeTitleLock.com and enter BILL, B-I-L-L, for one month of free protection. That's BILL for one month free at HomeTitleLock.com. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 155 years ago today, actor and Confederate fanatic John Wilkes Booth shot and killed the greatest president this country has ever had, Abraham Lincoln. The murder occurred just five days after General Lee surrendered his army at Appomattox Courthouse, Virginia, ending the American Civil War. Here are a few little-known facts about one of our country's greatest tragedies. For starters, Booth wasn't Lincoln's only enemy. There were more than five failed assassination attempts on the president before the final shots at Ford's Theater. Everything from random bullets while Lincoln was riding his horse to a Confederate plot to blow up the White House. John Wilkes Booth had been planning the murder for months, even attending Lincoln's second inaugural address. Photographs show the 26-year-old actor in the crowd. He later told a friend, quote, what an excellent chance I had to kill a president if I had wished on Inauguration Day, unquote. 42 days later, Booth would pull the trigger. And here's something else you might not know. The search to find John Wilkes Booth after the assassination was one of the largest manhunts in human history. More than 10,000 soldiers Cops, civilians scoured Washington, D.C. and the surrounding areas to find the assassin. Authorities offered a $100,000 bounty for any information about Booth. It was the first time in history photographs were used on wanted posters. An original copy of one of those posters fetched $37,000 in auction just three years ago. John Wilkes Booth was ultimately found in a barn in Virginia 12 days later. Killer was shot in the neck by a man named Boston Corbett and died within hours. Booth's final words useless, useless. Four accomplices were eventually hanged, including Mary Surratt, the first woman put to death by the American government. It is a fascinating story filled with some of history's most remarkable figures. My best-selling book, Killing Lincoln, captures the murder and the manhunt in great detail. More than 3 million people have read it. Back after this. There are thousands of abandoned animals in the USA that need our help. I am partnering with Delta Rescue, the largest no-kill, care-for-life animal sanctuary in the world. Founded by actor Leo Grillo, who left Hollywood to devote his life to saving abandoned animals, Delta Animal Sanctuary is a -a one-of-a-kind rescue unit. They are staffed by trained attendants who look after each animal, providing them water, treats, toys, and affection. Support Delta Rescue and put your legacy to work. Each life-saving gift helps Delta fulfill their mandate to rescue and care for animals. Request a free estate planning package at deltarescue.org forward slash... Bill. For a limited time, please watch The Rescuer for free only at deltarescue.org forward slash bill. The Rescuer is an award-winning documentary about Grillo's two-year rescue of a family of 21 dogs abandoned in the wilderness. Deltarescue.org forward slash bill. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.